Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the final AL East foe drops out of the playoffs. Baltimore bounced by those Texas Rangers who seem to be on a little bit of a hot streak here. Uh, so I figure we'll keep on the tradition of throwing salt in the wounds of our AL East opponents there. So that'll be the focus of this episode. So before we get started, make sure you subscribe. Again, plenty of baseball playoffs left where I can poke in a little bit. And of course, a long offseason of Yankee moves, trades, front office moves, and who knows what now, a little stuff we're going to mix in there, interviews and all the cool stuff, Yankee history, stories by me that you can only get by being an exclusive Section 420 Talking Yankees audio podcast subscriber, so wherever you get your favorite podcast, go to Section 420 Talking Yankees, search it, follow it, subscribe, listen. So, previous episode kind of, you know, I guess gloated over the fact that Tampa and Toronto uh, got bounced out early, and then the only AL East representative left in the Major League playoffs uh, bracket uh, was those Baltimore Orioles who won 101 games, 40 games over 500, had a really great season, and kind of withered out there, got swept by the Rangers, three games nothing. Uh, again, it was a best of five series there, but didn't even go that far. Uh, Baltimore uh, bounced out there in kind of surprising fashion. Not that I'm shocked that they lost, but the fact that it's got absolutely swept. And if you look at the AL East total, all the AL East uh, representatives went for a combined 0 for 7 against their respective opponents there. So, you know, the AL East, which during the regular season might have been the toughest division in baseball when it came playoff time, withered away there. That's usually the case. Tampa with their 99 wins, Baltimore with their 101 wins meant absolutely nothing. And both of them got wiped out. And, you know, when it comes to the playoffs, it's all about who's playing hot at that time coming in. You know, you look at the Texas Rangers, their record 90-72. and Um, They they ended up losing the AL West in the final game of the season to the Houston Astros. And, ironically, it will be Houston and Texas locking up here uh, in the American League Championship Series. See how far that goes there. But, nonetheless, Texas, you know, the hot team. And they had the season where they start off having Jacob DeGrom. And they lose him. And they make the trade for Matt Scherzer. End up losing him. Uh, But, you know, they've just been playing. Playing well right now, and again, when you're hot and you just seem like they have a certain mojo to them, um, that's usually what it takes in the playoffs. So we'll see how far they carry that. And as for the Baltimore Orioles, was the fact that they got, had about a week and a half so off between the regular season and the playoffs did it hurt them potentially? Yeah, maybe it did. Who knows? Uh, I know with the Yankees last season, there was always that sort of fear that they got the first round by because they, they they were the AL East champions, uh, and they but they did win Game One against Cleveland, did drop Game Two and as well as Game Three, but did finally win the the final two games uh, to close out that series. So you know, at the very least, we want to complain about the Yankees. They at least did their jobs in Cleveland, Baltimore. They should have beaten the Texas Rangers just based on you know the matchups there, but unfortunately uh, uh, for Baltimore, they're going to get an early exit there, and again just for the, the mighty AL East which was great during the regular season, 0 for 7 in the postseason there. And ironically, funny enough, the second game there with Baltimore, Aaron Hicks ended up having five RBIs total, including a home run with his two hits. Now, those five RBIs in the one game was more than what he produced for the Yankees the entire 2023 season before the Yankees uh, cut him. So just, you know, a bit of a head-scratcher there, but his season then now also comes to an end. Uh, and then baseball, again, will continue to go on. And again, we'll maybe do some, you know, do some other insert updates, you know, as, as we move along here in the playoffs. As for the Yankees ourselves, we all guess the, our team that's number one near and dear in our heart. Uh, looks like the Yankees did have that meeting with all the heads there. So uh, Hal and the 15 members of the front office all got together. And kind of went through everything, and not really much went out of it. I mean, Steinbrenner did speak with the Associated Press and said, yes, changes need to be made. 
Uh, but you didn't hear any talk about it, you know, any removal of someone like Cashman or not bringing Boone back. I mean, the general consensus uh, has been reported that Boone will be coming back. Now he'll be entering his final season of his contract. Now the, the team does have a 2025 option. So let's just see how Boone does that and if they'll kick in that option out or if Boone would want a whole new deal. You know, a lot of managers don't want to be in a final year deal. They'd rather have a two or three year extension to so, you know, asked by the press every night. Hey, is this, you think you think it'll be back next year? You think it'll be back next year? You think you'll be back next year? Uh, so we'll see how that all works out. But again, Steinbrenner, as he always been, he seems like, though, he's not looking to clean house, change things. I mean, not in terms of personnel. I mean, maybe he, he spoke about the changes more in philosophy and way of doing things, but keeping the same people, which is kind of what he did going back to 2021. The Yankees were struggling. And he said, no, no, I don't I don't blame Boone or Cashman. It's on the players. So he's almost taking a similar stance today. He doesn't, again, he's just not his dad. His dad probably would have gone nuts, you know, way back. Uh, he seems like he wants to keep the same people in place, but let's change philosophy. Let's do things different. Let's, you know, keep your ego checked at the door if someone has a different opinion than you. Uh, so that seems to be the direction they're going in is trying to do things differently, but with the same people. I don't know if that'll work or not. As I said, the whole definition of insanity, maybe having the same staff and getting the same results, but, you know, maybe they'll do different something differently. Maybe you can keep the same people, but maybe the Yankees can find some more success going other ways. And since, you know, the last episode I kind of mentioned Judge, Gave some remarks about the team. Again, more about um, some of the younger players kind of maybe being inundated with too much statistics and other stuff, but the swing and that maybe just getting buried in that and, and taking those struggles to the plate. But he also mentioned that none of the players themselves that once they get up here, once they're here, they got to work hard. They got to work harder than they did the minus to get up here in the first place. Similar to what David Wells said during the old times day that, you know, a lot of the younger guys, you know, if you're, not, you're struggling, whoever, or you, you're not that young guy, whoever you are, if you're struggling, you should be sent down. Uh, to sort of get you in line. And it can, Wells mentioned that that's the way it was when he was coming up during the late 80s and early 90s there. And it seems like, obviously, they don't do that here as much. The only time they did it, maybe if you want to go back to 2005 with Jason Giambi when he was struggling and the Yankees considered um, you know, sending him to the minors for uh, an assignment and he, he obviously refused. Uh, but again, you don't see the Yankees or just many major league teams threatening to send them down to straighten them out. Now, again, I can't see the Yankees doing that with Stanton or DJ or something like that if they were struggling. But nevertheless, Judge kind of injected a little bit that, that you're up here great, but you also got to work hard. And again, I don't think he was really focusing on the, the veterans of the team, but more about the young guys, more like a, an Oswaldo Cabrera who had a disappointing second season and those type of guys who kind of seem to take a step back. Now, Judge was all in favor of keeping Volpe up here, even though Volpe was struggling with his batting average, but he still said that it'd be better for him to take his lumps up here versus sending him down to the minors and then kind of having him come back up. So it's a little contradictory there with that. Uh, but that was Judge there with some further comments. Uh, so I just want to keep you updated there. So uh, that's the episode. Keep it short and sweet on this one. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, Section 420 Talking Yankees, as well as go over to the YouTube channel. There's some content there you may not get here and vice versa. So if you want to cover all the bases, cover all the outfield ground there, like a very well-fine-tuned center fielder there, make sure you go to YouTube as well, Section 420 Talking Yankees. Got some recent updates, uh, recent uh, interviews dropped there. It's very baseball card-related there. So as we go into the offseason, kind of get into some off-topics there. So we'll have some baseball card type people uh, have some maybe some book authors stuff like that so keep it around baseball but again gonna go off the reservation a little bit because again things will slow down a little bit just with certain with the day-to-day stuff but overall still gonna be a lot of yankee talk come away with this with free agency and the offseason to come so make sure to subscribe to everything we'll catch you next time